1: Friends, this is not the penultimate, it is the ultimate show of the Dennis Prager Show. Tomorrow is a best of. Best ofs are always worth listening to. I get m- as much mail from the best ofs as I do from the regular live show. So I hope you will tune in. But we give everybody off for December 31st. And are we off on Monday as well? Yeah wow, what am I going to do with all that time? Probably, probably write another chapter on the book of Numbers, fourth book of the Bible. That's what I'll be doing, probably. The ultimate show, my friends. It is the day on which I thank Scott McConnell. There it is again. See? Unexpected and victim. I'm telling you, uh, what, what is what is with me and uh, Mr. I'm, Dreesen, I'm sir? Dreesen. Tom Dreesen. 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 Me and names. It's, it's a lifelong crusade. F- it's fruitless. Anyway, he really, I love that. I love when you're, my eyes are opened to something. That was staring at me all of my life, and I didn't know what makes for humor—surprise and victim. And there it, was, there it was, calling Sean Scott. He's he is Scott, correct? You're from Scottish background. Okay, my friends. So I have two uh, two agendas for today. Being the last show of the year. A year that is sort sort of undoes the rule what is it uh, time flies when you're having a good time (laughs) a lot of Americans didn't have a good time this year and yet time flew I I can't explain it actually to be honest 2021 is over maybe 2022 will bring a change in both houses of Congress the damage done, just the obvious. We were energy independent until the Democrats won. Don't even say Joe Biden. Joe Biden's irrelevant. Any Democrat would have ruined the energy autonomy of the United States because the fanatics of the environmentalist movement dictate policy. Do you realize... You're raised in, in the West to think that fanatics are almost all religious, right? Religious fanatic. It's never used. Fanatic is never used for any other group. So I, I've I posed this question much of my life, but I haven't posed it on the show for a while. Why isn't the term secular fanatic ever used? Never Right, you can be too religious, but you can't be too irreligious. Not possible. It's like being too rich or too thin. The old as the old saw goes. But you can be too thin. That we all acknowledge. Too rich. It's an interesting question. I think you can be too rich. To be honest, I think it, it presents the billionaires with a lot of a lot of interesting questions about life. Anyway, that's, that's not an important subject. Can you be too rich? It's an interesting subject, but I'm not going to dwell on it. But we only think of religious fanatics. In the United States of America, there are far more secular fanatics than religious fanatics. The entire environmentalist movement's movement is composed of fanatics. Truly fanatics. And what is the fanatic? For whom nothing else matters and for the environmentalists, only the environment as they understand it matters so if you if in Germany you crush the 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 ability of the middle class not to mention the poorer class to pay for their energy so what so what we're saving the planet I live in California Oh drought drought We're we're, we're doomed we're just doomed and because of global warming we're doomed We're going to have to ration water in California. In just the last month, we have had so much snowfall that it it has essentially undone the drought. It's 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 a record snowfall. Well, climate change, that's the beauty of the term. Oh, record snowfall, more water than ever. It's a climate change. Virtually all fanaticism in this country is of the left and is secular. The human being is predisposed to fanaticism. Moderation is an extremely, extremely rare uh, thing among among the masses, let's put it that way. It fills life with meaning to be a fanatic, and anybody who compromises is a heretic. If you believe in nuclear power, you're a heretic. You know my my motto. is I reflect on life, this last show, and then take your calls on whatever you would like. That's what I'm opening the lines as if it were the Friday third hour. Want to reflect on the year? You want to ask me something? One eight Prager seven seven six. Don't be insulted if I don't take your call. Not every call uh, is uh, is one that I would want to take for for any any a host of reasons. What we have seen this year is is a true fanaticism. The heretic. I spoke in my synagogue last Saturday. I speak uh, every Saturday. After the Torah is read, is the time normally reserved for the rabbinic sermon. I'm not a rabbi, but i i i act i have I have the role of one, but I, I'm not ordained. Worked out fine with me. I'm happy to be a Mister. I spoke about the outlier, all good in history has been done by the outlier and I have never realized that as much as I have in the United States of America in the last two years. It, it's, not all outliers are good, some outliers are evil. But goodness is not done tragically by by the herd, by the masses. Goodness is achieved by the people, the individuals who were prepared to say that they are prepared to be hated. Right now, among the many, many changes in my life in the last two years, and it's startling to me that I've had them, I really thought I, I understood a lot about life, and I did, but, but even more now. Now I want you to know, when somebody says something, unless it's factually, obviously incorrect, but something that the establishment if in any field finds heretical, I take the person seriously. This is not what I did in the past. Well, uh, 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 it, any, any subject, especially in, in the medical field, the corruption of, of, of the medical institutions that I have seen in the last year and a half, two years, has been mind-boggling. The medical establishment essentially was wrong in every way. I'll go back a moment to Germany getting people they have they have a word I don't know the German word energy poverty or energy poor so you know I have a I have a statement one of my guidelines in life Germany is always wrong I I was thinking about this in light of the Germans have almost a monopoly on the greatest music ever written. I mean, it, it's an astonishing that one group has produced. I mean, think about it: Bach, Beethoven, Schubert, Schumann, Handel. Uh, I, I, who did I forget of, of the great? Oh, Haydn! Oh my God, my own beloved, my beloved Haydn. I mean, who 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 is missing from the German list? Tchaikovsky, And who is a great, I admit. But it, it, it's amazing. And, and on technology, if I see something is made in Germany, I just buy it. I know it will be superb. But on, on, uh, on wisdom, there are no more nuclear reactors in Germany because Angela Merkel is afraid of nuclear power. Back in a moment.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: Eight hundred five hundred eighty-three eighty-four. So, whatever is on your mind, my friends, that's the question. Yesterday's first hour was on these monsters, these sixteen-year-old monsters who, for kicks, kidnapped, planned, and kidnapped their Spanish teacher, high school, and beat her to death. Isn't that exciting? Reminds me of the Nazi phrase: "We're never so alive as when we kill." I guess that's the truth for these kids. God, if the parents are decent, the suffering—I mean, what it does to your life when your child dies—I mean, it, it's so. For some, it's it's so. Well, for all, it's just such a trauma. But imagine your son murders. Imagine that. You know, I actually did an hour. I won't do it now because I, I did it and I, nothing's changed. I actually did an hour many years ago. What frightens you more, that your child dies or that your child murders? And it was unanimous. The thought of your child being a murderer for thrills? Apparently, that is the motive here. Mm. Uh, on the issue that I am preoccupied with, the consequences of the death of God, the Bible, death of the Bible, in Western society, I, I fully acknowledge, I would be surprised if these kids attended a traditional Catholic, Protestant, Mormon, or Jewish school, wouldn't you? I I think for most people, that's why my preoccupation is with the Ten Commandments. As I always say, or not always, because I've really only begun in the last year. As I always say, in the last year, you want to defund the police. Have everybody observe the Ten Commandments. Then you can defund the police. Correct? When there were riots and looting in Los Angeles in the 1990s, I don't remember which year it was. What year was it? Do you remember? 92? Something like that. Anyway, I remember how strongly I wanted, because I lived near the riots. You could smell smoke in my house from fires set. That's how close I was to the riots. I was escorted to my previous station in L.A. I was not national yet. I became national in the late 90s. So I was only gone in L.A. And I was escorted to my station by police because the station was so close to the riots. And I remember thinking, I want to go to the riots with a sign, Thou Shalt Not Steal. And that would have been a remarkable thing to do. I wonder what, uh, I, I just would have been regarded as a kook. See, the people burning and looting, they were not kooks. A guy with a sign, Thou Shalt Not Steal, that's a kook. We can tell a lot of by, uh, about a society by whom it deems kook, kooky. One eight Prager seven seven six. Can't be too secular, right? No such thing as a secular fanatic. The world is coming to an end through global warming, so therefore we have to destroy economies as they exist, deprive the poor of the world of the fossil fuel that made the West so affluent. We don't want to do that for poor people. Let them do worse and cook and heat indoors with fire. That, that, that's better and we won't even allow nuclear energy. Is the environmentalist movement opposed to nuclear energy because they're fanatics or because, like every leftist, they live in fear? Reflecting on these past two years and this last year, that has become one of the great lessons of my life. The power of fear. Most people are animated more by fear than by love, or hate even. But fear always leads to hate, always. Unless you're fearing a comet hitting the earth, you're fearing people. The unvaccinated are to be feared with what apparently has become known to everybody as a, a relatively useless vaccine. It's not a vaccine. You're not vaccinated against COVID. You can say it reduces the severity of the illness. I'm prepared to believe that. But it's not a vaccine as we have always known a vaccine to be. Israel's up to a second booster. You're going to get four shots in, in a year? I'm sorry? No, you're The hatred for the unvaccinated. It finally happened, by the way. It did happen in our building yesterday. I walked into an elevator. I, don't, I refuse to wear a mask. I've had COVID. I am the safest guy in the building. I walked in, and this masked guy walked right out the second I walked in. Well, what could I do? I, all I could say is I have contempt for him. I'm not angry. I wasn't hurt. I have contempt. That a masked man who's probably vaccinated fears an unmasked man? That's sick. The Dennis Prager Show. Last show of the year for Dennis Prager. Tomorrow's a show, but it's, this is the last live one. Tomorrow's the best of. You'll love it. I would say half the time my shows are repeatable ten years later with the same relevance. Because I, I talk about timeless issues. Even when I talk about, like yesterday, I talked about the two monsters. And if these 16-year-olds that beat their teacher to death for as a, as a form of a personal excitement, if they don't qualify for the Appalachian monster, then there is no such thing. And then, as I told you yesterday, their son and daughter, not their, the son and daughter of the murdered woman announced immediately that they forgive and uh, forgive the murderers of their mother and send them love. And I uh, let me just say this to my two boys. Uh, if, If somebody murders me, I would ask you not to forgive them. And don't send them love. <laughs> Is that fair? It w- it would I would not be I would think something had gone awry. We discussed that yesterday, and then it was asked, well, "Why would I even comment on it?" Because they commented on it. They sent it. They sent out their forgiveness publicly. You can see my column in the Wall Street Journal in, from, what, 95 was it? 1995? Seven. 90, 1997. It's, the Wall Street Journal has articles going way back. Just type in Wall Street Journal Prager Forgiveness. Every word I wrote, I read half the article out loud. Every word I wrote uh, that's uh, 24 years ago uh, is, I, I could have written today. I just would because it was about the same thing. A kid in a school murdering other kids and other kids putting out signs. We forgive you, whatever the guy's name was. I uh, I would if I had to put out a biblical sign, it would be my favorite line in the Bible. Those of you who love God must hate evil. It's a commandment. We don't have a command form in English, so there's no there's no direct way to put it. But Hebrew has a command form in the verb, and it's in the word "hate" is a commandment. It is a divine or biblical, your choice, commandment to hate evil. Ah, but not the evil doer. While I, I don't happen to share that view, what am I supposed to do? Love the evil doer? Doesn't that render love? independent of morality what's what good what is there that's good that's independent of morality all right let's see what you folks have to say ah what a nice call in minneapolis jeffrey how you how, how you doing there hi mr Prager, can you hear me so clearly that you're probably on skype
2: oh great thank you um First, I just want to say uh, thank you. Uh, you've had a pretty profound and positive impact on me since around 2005 or 2006.
1: So thank you for all you do. That means a lot to me. That's all I want to do. Thank you.
2: So, unfortunately, I, I've made the decision um, to, to leave Minneapolis. I'm going to be moving in the next three or four months. Um, uh, the riots last summer had a profound impact on me. Mm-hmm i actually live I live on the border of Minneapolis and uptown uh, I rode my bike into uh uptown where which was sort of the epicenter of the riots last year uh on the fifth day and the fires were still going some of them uh smoke building from the the buildings I could see uh people literally walking in and out of stores looting them um you know, I could go on and on, to be honest. Um, and I, I, I'm sure many callers, m- many of the listeners know the details. But um, basically, I've made the decision to, to leave the city, and um, I'll be moving out of state here coming up shortly.
1: Where are you going to move?
2: Uh, actually, North or South Carolina. I've, I've been visiting that's there. A great, that's a, a great idea. Yes, yeah, it's wonderful. Yep.
1: Well, I I... I... I think it's a wise decision. Minneapolis changed any decent human beings view of, of what is happening in this country. I'll talk about that more.
2: Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free.
0: 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth.
2: Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now.
0: 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The
1: 2020 riots, in most cases, nothing done by the authorities to stop them because they're Democrats and they live in fear like every leftist. The further left you go, the more people fear. They fear the mob. They wouldn't stand up to the mob. So what they do is they exaggerate. You realize there was, there were half a year, I would say, of mob rule in many cities in this country. Democrats did nothing except announce in many cases that there are too many police. Then there is an, this unarmed attack on the Capitol, and that's all we hear about, right? It's all we hear about. An insurrection, it's the first unarmed insurrection in modern history. How many people brought a, brought a weapon other than a fire extinguisher, theoretically? How many people brought a weapon, and even that is, I'm sorry? It was there. It was there, exactly. How many people brought a weapon? Is it zero? Zero.
0: Zero. Well, if if you, a firearm, zero.
1: Yeah, but I mean by firearm. You know,
0: the people that
1: had. What did they have? Medieval swords? Maybe they had a baseball (laughs) bat, I don't know. Okay. A, A baseball bat. Maybe. As we know, insurrections are very effective with somebody carrying a baseball bat. The world of the lie, because it's the world of the left, the left is entirely based on lies. That's why they attack us always for lying, and then they never give it... In every article I read, and I mostly read the left, I would say half the time I read the left. Read the New York Times every day. Uh, The... uh, The, the book, who wrote the, the, the great book on the, the pandemic? What's his name again? The former New York Times reporter? Berenson, Alex, Berenson. Alex Berenson. So I'm finishing his book. The amount of lying the New York Times engaged in. This is a former New York Times reporter about the epidemic. The media, because they're all on the left, what they do is they, they – specialize in making people afraid of COVID, of therapeutics, which was evil. They're accessories to mass killing. The New York Times, Washington Post, and the American Medical Association, and the CDC, and the others. They are accessories to mass killing. I won't say mass murder, because murder is has a specific definition, but mass killing. That, that's what they have done and the uh, the insurrection is just another example of their lying there was no insurrection the threat to democracy took place in 2020 with mobs burning, looting looting to this day Most of the looters, as you see in the videos, are black, almost all young. But to even acknowledge that there is a crisis in the inner city of the fatherless is, of course, unacceptable. I don't think there is a college in this country. Well, I don't think there are five colleges in this country where a student who pointed that out would be be allowed to continue a normal life at that college. Do you know that they're even afraid at the University of Pennsylvania women's team? They thought of not showing up for the next meet, but they know what will happen to them because of the NCAA and the the University of Pennsylvania, a warped university. You're spending, I don't know, $80,000 a year for... To say your child went to the University of Pennsylvania, and guess what? Nobody gives a damn. The day you graduate, it's irrelevant where you went. One of my favorite people in the world is this young woman, 22 now, who who sat in for me, the youngest person to ever, I think, do a national radio show. That's how much we admire her. And this this is uh, this is a person who can, who is at Harvard, Julie. You, you probably know her, Julie Hartman. She's at Harvard, and as I tell her, when you are at Harvard, it's definitely it's the H bomb as the as harvard students say it if if also it, well, where do you go to college and then they they sort of lower their uh, the decibel level and go harvard cuz it, it's so prestigious but the day you graduate it's irrelevant nobody cares where you went i admit they care where you're going so what do you if the university of pennsylvania that you're spending all this money to have your child warped by very bad people in most cases not all most bad and stupid teachers and you can say my child attends the university of pennsylvania but once they graduate what are you going to say to friends then my kid went to the university of pennsylvania so what as i have pointed out in speeches though not on the air much I have been asked everything. As you know, I talk about every issue. Like yesterday, an hour on breasts, and it was I got tremendously positive feedback, by the way, in the male-female hour. I've been asked everything. I have never been asked at a speech or on the air. What college did you go to? You know why? Nobody gives a damn. And they're right. If I said Harvard or I said North Dakota State, will it affect the way you hear me or the way I can touch your life? Zero.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: I'm always reflective at the end of a year. So I am reflecting on life and on the past year and two, two years. I want to remind you of another one of my new theories. Both optimism and pessimism are excuses not to fight. So I don't think whether I'm optimistic and I don't think whether I'm pessimistic. I simply don't reflect on that. The optimist has an excuse not to fight. Things will turn out well. Why should I fight? The pessimist has, the, has an excuse not to fight. Things are going to turn out lousy. Why should I fight? Optimism and pessimism in that regard may be useless. The only issue in life is do you fight? You're lucky if you live in an age when you don't have to fight. Generally speaking, in human history, it has been perhaps more the exception than the rule. The human inclination toward doing bad things, as we see today with the left and in the west, is a very deep one. That the best educated are generally the worst people is a fascinating statement about what education has become, isn't it? wonder who goes to college, regular college, and leaves wiser as a result of college, leaves kinder as a result of college. Do you know anybody who became a kinder human being? No, 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 not one who worries about global warming. That doesn't make you kind. It makes you a sheep. And even if it makes you an activist for a wonderful thing, it doesn't make you kind. I can't think of of any regular college in this country. Let's take the crappy University of Pennsylvania again, because everything in Philadelphia has been rendered crap, every prestigious organization. And the city itself to a large extent. Oh, my kid went to University of Pennsylvania. What a transformation. He she became became so such a good, kind human being as a result. The wisdom that my son picked up, my daughter picked up at University of Pennsylvania. Does anybody say that? Does anybody think it? Does anybody even hope for it? And we'll be back.